All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Facts versus Rhetoric. Thank you very much for joining us today. A couple topics to discuss today. One, the power of the people. Then we'll look at smoking being good for you. What? And then we'll look at the correlation between religion and freedom. As we continue down this emergency COVID hysteria highway, I've been thinking a lot about that helpless feeling you get when nothing makes any sense and you feel powerless to stop bad things from happening or you lose your freedom to choose what's best for you, right? So most of us have felt that in one form or another over the last two and a half years. And in the depths of despair, I remembered this often forgotten truth that the people have the power. Have you ever noticed that you're the cog that makes everything work, right? The consumer makes everyone the money. And I just kind of going through my head and being like, well, listen, actors won't get paid millions of dollars for their films if we don't pay money to go watch them, right? In the movie theater or we watch their show on TV. Right? The movie studios won't make millions of dollars if we don't buy a movie ticket or buy some licensed merchandise from the movie. Professional athletes won't make millions of dollars if we didn't watch the games. So TV ratings justify the multi-million dollar and sometimes billion dollar TV contracts, which funds that whole professional sports. Right? Team owners only get paid if you go to their stadium, pay 50 bucks to park, 100 bucks for the ticket, 10 bucks a beer, Five bucks for a pack of fucking Skittles. You know, media companies only make billions of dollars and they pay their news anchors. I was doing air quotes if you couldn't catch that with the tonality. But they pay their news anchors millions of dollars to lie to you. The only way they make that kind of money is because they sell the advertising on their station. And when you watch their station, you're financing the propaganda that's making your life worse and their life better. Right? When, we, when we consume their bullshit, not only do we suffer emotionally, physically, and sometimes psychologically, but they benefit from our self-induced suffering. They're benefiting monetarily, and they benefit by gaining more control and more power over their customers. Musicians make millions of dollars when you download their albums, and when you buy their merchandise, and when you watch their concerts. Politicians make millions promising you free shit and selling their influence to corporations. Then they cash in when they leave office and they enter the private sector. Or they pull a Biden or Pelosi and just have family members make millions while they're still in office. Big tech monopolies like Amazon, Google, Facebook make millions because we value convenience over our conscience. They put all the small vendors out of business. And the ones that remain have higher costs, so their products are more expensive. And God forbid you might actually have to go to a store to get your products. You know, monopolies like BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street own all of the corporations. And you may think that these corporations are in competition with each other, so you'll benefit from that. You know, I drink Coke because I don't like Pepsi. Well, fun fact, BlackRock owns both. So the competition, that perceived competition is a myth. The drug companies make billions of dollars because the medical system is corrupt. 
The doctors just prescribe drugs to mask our symptoms instead of putting the work in to find out what's causing our issues and going after the source of it. And we're accepting that shitty level of care and are financing everyone's holidays in the fucking Riviera who owns Pfizer stock. Having said that, do you think these people have a vested interest in telling you the truth or a vested interest in keeping whatever narrative that suits them going so they can continue to profit? I bring that up today to remind everybody that you have way more power than you think. The best thing we can do, the best action step we can take as consumers and the people that are responsible for making everybody's world go round is to vote with our wallets. Give your hard-earned money to the people that best reflect your values and the people who deserve it. It is very hard because these big corporations have gotten to a point where they're the most convenient game in town. It's time for us to sacrifice a little convenience to send a message to all these people who are getting rich off of us and then have the audacity to tell us how to live our lives. I've hit a few low points feeling very powerless because everywhere I look, it it looks like the deck is stacked against us. But then I reminded myself that the people have the power. Just like we talked about in the Tyranny podcast, there is not a police force big enough, there's not a government big enough to control the population. So why we do this show and why it's imperative to keep conversations going and to spread good information is to remind all of the people that they have the power and all they have to do is say no and this shit goes away. Next up, I wanted to cover... Something very interesting I just learned and read about regarding smoking cigarettes and COVID. I just learned that the people that smoked or are currently smoking have better health outcomes when it comes to COVID. Why that was so crazy is one, obviously, we know smoking is fucking horrible for you. But B, we were sold that this was a respiratory illness. You would think the people that have compromised respiratory function, like smokers do, because their lungs are fucking black and they don't have the lung capacity of a normal non-smoker, you would think those people would be affected at a higher clip. But smokers were the least represented demographic at the beginning of COVID. Less than 5% of the hospitalizations and the bad shit that happened to people COVID-related were smokers. That's weird, right? This is supposed to be a respiratory virus. Why are smokers doing better? So what I learned recently is that nicotine binds to these receptors in your brainstem that control your diaphragm, okay? So a little biology update. Your diaphragm has to contract to get that oxygen into your lungs. So the receptors in your brainstem that control your diaphragm, they found that nicotine binds to those receptors, So that nicotine gets into your brainstem, it blocks those receptors from being affected from COVID. So normally COVID would go in, bind to those receptors in your brainstem, which controls your diaphragm, and it would start to paralyze your diaphragm and affect your ability to breathe. But because you smoke and because the nicotine has already binded to those receptors, the COVID cannot bind to those and affect your breathing. Thought that was fascinating. And also completely fucking ass backwards. And what's crazy about that is like anything that the government says, you should probably do the exact opposite of. And this was just another great example of this, because when this started getting reported on, 
in France because we don't do that kind of real work in the United States. But when this started getting reported in medical journals in France and other places outside this country, our response from our government was a coordinated effort to tell you that, hey, there's no better time to quit smoking than right now. You know, then they lied and told you smokers were hospitalized at a greater rate than everyone else. The CDC, the FDA, the NIH. That's crazy, right? Because it's the exact opposite of what was actually happening. So I just bring that up. That's something I learned as I was looking into these, this resdesimir debacle, right? Because that's the only approved treatment for COVID is a ventilator and resdesimir. And I'm learning more about rendesivir, how it attacks your brainstem and shuts down your lung capacity and creates a cytokine storm in your fucking organs. So that further exacerbates your ability to fucking breathe. Then they put you on a ventilator. Then they sedate you to shove the tube down your fucking trachea into your lungs. And the average person dies on day nine of the ventilator. And is there any coincidence that there's a two five-day resdesimir protocol? I don't know. Just thought that was interesting. But as I was researching the resdesimir, I don't even know how to phrase it, it, it. This might go down as the worst medical treatment of, of all time. But I just picked up that smoking little tidbit and I thought that was fucking interesting. Because I have co-workers that smoke and I'm like, this guy's fucking dead. If he ever gets this, he's fucking dead. Eh, he never got it. Never fucking got it. Unbelievable. And then I had another epiphany that led me down another rabbit hole. Why is the Pope putting more faith in the vaccine than God? Like, isn't that a little fucked up? Like, the most religious man in the world, who holds the highest religious office we have, and um, this is for Catholics anyway, I think, because I'm not really good with religion, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but the Pope tells you you should get vaccinated. Now, why is that? That was like a fucking grenade in my head, because that doesn't make any sense. And as I was tumbling down this rabbit hole, I ended up in this freedom of religion place. And I started to understand why freedom of religion is so important. Because again, I'm not religious. I went to Sunday school a few times when I was a kid, and I eventually got good enough of being a bigger, a big enough pain in my mother's ass where she wouldn't fucking drag me. So I'm, I'm limited in my religious knowledge. However, the concept of freedom of religion, I get because I'm a big fan of freedom. But when they come for your religious freedom, they come for your, for all of your freedoms. That's where I got to. You know, it's, it's, this is the totalitarian playbook. The founding fathers knew this, and that's why they put religious liberty into the Constitution. You know, freedom of liberty is virtually the same thing as freedom of thought. So that religious freedom that the founders found so important, that religious liberty to put into the Constitution, that's the same thing as freedom of thought. Because if you can't be free to think as you wish, then you can't claim to be free. And as I'm going, I'm like, well, shit, there's no historical examples where a regime suppressed religious freedoms and then they don't suppress all your other freedoms. You know, it's the first thing the communists did in Russia after the revolution in 1917 was to close almost all of the churches. In communist China, they control all of the religions. So why... Do repressive governments fear religious freedom? It's because it challenges the authority of the state more than any other freedom, right? Because if people who believe in religion believe there's something more powerful than the state and no repressive government can tolerate that because they're powerless to convince people of shit. If you believe in God or you believe in 
whatever your religious ideology is, when you believe in that, that supersedes any fucking man-made bureaucratic decision that's trying to be forced on people. That's why this is targeted first by governments and people that aren't interested in having the people think for themselves. They need to eliminate your ability to think there's a higher being than the government, right? Like what? Why did they close the fucking churches down when COVID came? Right? It's just, it's just fucked up. And that's why this makes religion the first target. I care about freedom. And now I find myself caring deeply about religious liberty. So I think we should all be concerned when religious exemptions are not 100% accepted when it comes to anything, but especially these experimental therapeutics that they're calling vaccines, right? Religious freedom equals freedom of thought. That's where I got to. And when you get there in your head, the things that go against religion start to stick out and it starts to make sense. And that is frightening because they're telling you, you don't have the freedom to think for yourself. Can everyone please take a second and let that just sink in? If you believe in God and you believe God has a plan for you and you choose not to follow the recommendations of a fucking government and they have a problem with that, can you guys make that connection in your head that they're telling you that you don't have the freedom to think for yourself? That's where I got to. And then you start going down this road like, are you a sovereign consciousness? You know, are you in charge of your experiences? Is your life under your command? It's a yes or a no. For me, it's a fucking yes. And if you've answered no, then fine. But you've relinquished control of your own life. You know, do you have the right to live for your own sake? Do you own your life? Is it your body? Or is it someone else's? Is this... Your time? Do you get to spend your time enjoying the fruits of your labor? Or are they someone else's? This pandemic has really brought these questions to the surface, and I think it's a good thing to ask these of yourself and try to answer them. And maybe that might be a good thought exercise to start looking at things a little bit differently. Because from the beginning, there was this questioning of do you have an obligation to the collective right do you have the 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 right to live for your own sake and not if you listen to everyone to try to tell you for the past two and a half years to do something for somebody else right this whole cultural assumption that you don't own your own life and you owe whatever that is to your neighbor to protect them right get vaccinated for the greater good for the fucking hospitals, for your, for your nana, for your grampy, for your daughter, for your granddaughter. Is this your life or you have to live at a court, you know, for what's best for other people? And who gets to tell you what other people are worthy? You know, it's just, it's a complete mindfuck when you go down this road. But I think it's cool questions to ask yourself because if you get through these questions and you're like answering yes to a lot of them, well, then you might realize that your actions are not following what you believe you know are you a being that is capable of choosing between options you know this kind of gets into the whole free will discussion do you have it do you have free will are you able to make a decision and choose between two options are you driving the bus or are you a helpless pawn in the game that's already rigged 
I feel like I'm driving the bus. I feel like I have free will. You know, are you free to choose? Are you free to think? Are you free to know things? Yes, yes, and yes for me. And another good question to ask is, what's your standard of truth? How do you figure out if things are true? How do you do that? What does that process look like for you? For me, my standard of truth is reality. My eyeball test, my sniff test, my personal experiences and what I see in reality with my own eyes. So how do you know if something is true? Ask yourself that question. And if it's because the news says so, then you're probably at the wrong podcast. Do you seek knowledge? Do you want to know shit? Do you want to find out stuff? Again, these are all yeses for me. And this is why we're doing this. But they're very simple questions that we've all lost sight of. Will I exert the effort to discern what's real or not? Or are you, are you happy to sit back, take it easy, check out what everyone else is doing, follow the herd, see what they're doing, see what they're thinking, see what they're saying, and you parrot all that shit back? Are you a passenger or are you willing to put in the work, the effort needed to discern what is real or not based on how you answered these previous questions? So to recap the questions, are you a sovereign consciousness? Are you in charge of your experiences? Do you have the right to live for your own sake? What is the standard of truth? How do you figure out what's true? Are you a seeker or a recycler of other people's ideas?
to give what I'm after Till the 